welcome to the Not Watching Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and today I'm joined by... Marcus Hurley. Uh, yeah, so we haven't recorded in a while. Um, kind of thought maybe just wait for this summer to be over, really, and smash it all out at once. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, obviously we've got the results of our summer movie wager. <laughs> anyway, and real. that's done. Movie wager. Let's move on. <laughs> um, but before that, I wanted to address the news that happened over Comic Con, um, which uh, involved a massive uh, information dump on the state of the MCU, which we do like to cover on here fairly regularly. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess we'll just take it from the top. Um, I mean, this doesn't really, this, this kind of state, this is like phase five and phase four ends with the Black Panther movie, I think, the Wakanda Forever. I think so. Yeah, which uh, is shaping up, looks pretty decent. Um, certainly that last trailer, I thought, gave uh, the new Avatar a run for its money almost. So, um, yeah. Uh that looks really good. So, so yeah, Phase 5 begins with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which um, I think is going to go a lot more into, like, the multiverse type stuff that was set up in Loki and continued on in um, Doctor Strange. And, uh, yeah, so, so that should include a bit more about uh, Kang the Conqueror, who was introduced, uh, played by Jonathan Majors. Yeah. Who who uh, was uh, in um, that Cthulhu, what was it, Lovecraft Country, short-lived oh. HBO show. So that should be good. Um, and apparently Bill Murray's going to pop up in that as well. Oh, yeah, it was him, wasn't it? I was thinking well, I where d- I've seen him before. Yeah, Lovecraft Country, you're right. Yeah, I'll, yeah, Kang the Conqueror, yeah. That guy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's been showing up uh, more and more. He's a really good actor. So that should be good. Um, and then we've got Secret Invasion uh, coming uh, next spring. Sorry, yeah, so, so Ant-Man and the Wasp is this February coming. This all sort of, it's basically 2023 onwards is phase yeah. five, I think. And then we've got Secret Invasion on Disney Plus that's going to have Nick Fury in it. And uh, some of the characters, like it's, got all, it's carrying on the whole Scrolls thing, I think, from um, Captain Marvel. Yeah, and so, uh, who else was he in? Oh, also um, Spider-Man as well. Um, the second one, I can't... I get the names confused now. It's not Homecoming. Far From Home, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, so there's that. Um, and then we've got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 uh, in May. So I'm really looking forward to that. Apparently it's going to focus a lot on uh, Rocket and it's going to be the last entry in the in this saga. Yeah, and but we'll also include uh, Will Porter's Adam Warlock, okay. uh, which looks pretty cool. I've seen some of the pictures; he does look pretty buff. He definitely uh, looks the part. I, 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 my only experience of Adam Warlock is um, in the Guardians game, um, and I understand he's kind of part of that whole corner of the MCU. Yeah. I, I don't, I, really, I don't have any kind of knowledge on it, so I'm just... To be honest, yeah. I was quite taken back by Guardians because I, I didn't really know anything about that. And it's become like one of my favourites of the film series, so... 
Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, like I, yeah, I can't wait. I'm actually going to the Secret Cinema event in London uh, on Halloween weekend. Oh, nice this year. So yeah, I was just checking through the the. Uh, they give you like options for like what to wear. Yeah. And so I've just gone for the one that's got a red boiler suit because I've got a red boiler suit hanging <laughs> around from when I nice. dressed up as uh, us, the film. Uh, oh, yeah, Valerie. you did. Yeah, for a few a few years back. Still got the scissors. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we've got Echo, which is a spin-off of Hawkeye. Uh, one of the, the character, in, the death character in that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, 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 and that's also going to sort of feed into Daredevil, but that's not, that's not for a little while after that, mm. but apparently it is good. They are linking all that in. Cause I mean, they were in Hawkeye as well, weren't they? So, yeah. Yeah. So then we, and then we got Loki season two, that's in the summer. It's already it's fucking exhausting this. Um, <laughs> and then the Marvels, which yeah. is, a, that's a movie. Uh, in July, that's going to be the basically the follow up to Captain Marvel. Yeah, with Miss Marvel, isn't it? Yeah, and, and and yeah, we'll talk about that a bit later as well. Hmm. Um, so there's that, and then November the third, I think you'll be well interested in this one. Uh, it's the new Blade movie. Yeah, with Mahershala Ali. Um, he's already getting on a bit, to be honest, because and it's taken so long for this to be <laughs> I made. But I mean, yeah, I mean, he still looks pretty decent, but uh, I'm sure it'll be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, and I wonder if they'll maybe tie in some of that stuff from Eternals, you know, well, some of the very poorly used characters yeah. in that. Um, God knows. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Ironheart, which is uh, Disney Plus, that's in the fall of 23, which is something to do with Iron Man. Yeah. Um, I think it's a, a genius girl who takes up, maybe not takes up the mantle, but um, she's basically like a new Tony Stark. In the comics, I think she was his mentor. Right. Not his mentor. Um, he was her mentor, I think, um, for a bit. I think it's been a while, long while. Okay, but, yeah. I think I think the character in that is going to be introduced in Wakanda Forever. Hmm. Um, so it says here, anyway. Um, and then we've got Agatha, Coven of Chaos, which <laughs> yeah. essentially came about, I think, because Catherine Hahn is just awesome and stole the show in yeah. uh, One Division. Do you think that's uh, like a prequel? Uh, could be. Because we had that little snippet in One Division about her and when she was being bound and all that and the whole coven and stuff of those, you know. And yeah, they were trying I mean, to stop her and then she basically just, yeah, overpowered them. Which yeah. looks really intriguing, but I don't know. Maybe it will lead to, to like a, it'll be like a prequel, but then, you know, as they always do, jump back and say, well, I'm not dead. <laughs> Yeah, quite possibly. Um, I, I think at least it will kind of flesh out that sort of more supernatural side of the yeah. MCU. Um, well, that's yeah. what I mean. Now that you've got magic, I mean, you had Doctor Strange kick it all off. You've got yeah. magic, you've got quantum realms, you've got this, that. And then uh, I was saying, yeah, it's not that difficult to fathom vampires and other beings. You know? Yeah. Absolutely, and he, this is the one that really gets me, though. That is is Daredevil born again, yeah. essentially. Um, so this is going to be like this is going to be the first version of Daredevil going that's officially part of the MCU. Yeah, but it's uh, it's going to be like eighteen episodes or something. I heard. Oh wow! Yeah, really so short. <laughs> so I think I think I mean hopefully 
I get the feeling that like the writers or the creators behind, you know, the Netflix show basically just had so had like an arc in mind that went longer than it did. And so, uh, you know, it's like, uh, there's going to be, I think they just kept on writing. So, <laughs> and, <laughs> it, and Kingpin's going to be in it as well. So it's almost like a sort of soft reboot almost. Um, but yeah, he's apparently we're going to see Charlie Cox as daredevil in, um, in She-Hulk. Yeah. I point. heard rumors of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll get to that though in a sec. Yeah, they almost they almost make a mockery of, of that in She-Hulk where she goes, no, this isn't like one of those cameo of the week type shows. Yeah, apart all, from all the cameos. <laughs> although there will be those. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, that's, the whole, and that. <laughs> that, that's the whole thing about that show, isn't it? The fact yeah. that it's like the whole, it's her dealing with superhero legal situation yeah. i'm liking it anyway we'll get to that <laughs> yeah yeah we will get to that uh and then we've got captain america new world order which is going to be a movie yeah. and it's going to be with uh sam wilson as 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 captain america yeah um should be interesting i mean i thought i, I didn't mind the uh the Falcon tv Winter show Soldier. no i think it, it had some good episodes went in some good places Built some yeah. more of the law, like going to Madripoor and all that sort of thing, and and also actually setting up. Oh, I just remembered. How can we forget? Set up the US agent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, I completely forgot about that. Was the purpose of the whole series? Like, I think a Quite lot of people good. seem to have as well. Well, and also like, and yeah, establishing the, the new Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, I mean, I thought that was really clever because he he is a good. He was a, the way that they did it. His fall from grace, his choices, mm. his decisions. It was almost like, well, what if Captain America was genuinely a jock rather yeah. than a good-hearted individual that became built? What if he was given it all to start with? Yeah, would he have remained the same? And then in that case, no. I thought no. that was cool. Anyway, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. No, no, fair enough. Um, and then uh, July. 26, 2024, God, will we even be alive then? Uh, is Thunderbolts, which I I think is like an anti-hero thing. I know uh, nothing about this at all. I think this is where US Agent might be showing up, actually, okay. come to think of it, which makes sense as well, because you could um, you can almost bridge that from the new Captain America yeah. into that. Um, so it looks like, yeah, I guess we'll be in that corner of the MCU uh, yeah. in the summer after next. <laughs> It seems strange though, because I'm sure oh they're both twenty twenty five, the new event the Avengers films. Well, we're getting to that. Um yeah. next um so phase six starts on uh, in November twenty twenty four. And this is basically six. we've just got we've just got three big pillar films that they've mentioned. There will prob there will be more. Um but this is just a rough uh arc I think they have in mind. So phase six kicks off with Fantastic Four, which I think a lot of people are thinking is going to be the beginning of like a new era in the MCU. Yeah. Um, right now we're in a bit of a transitional phase and I think, yeah, this phase and the next one probably will be, you know, a bit of a treading water situation. Yeah. I think, I think phase six, I think this fantastic four movie is being positioned as like in the same, uh, le at the same level as like the first Avengers movie, you know, this is where it all sort of starts to coalesce, coalesce you know, and 
come together. Um, so yeah, and that so that's November, and then following summer, May second will be the next Avengers movie, which will be the Kang Dynasty, which yeah will be about Kang the Conqueror and yeah continue whatever they set up in Quantumania, uh, and any films in between that that and this, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so I I, I I think I think as much as like yeah okay, so I'll go back on that slightly. I think Quantumania may set up some big things um, yeah. that will have implications down the line and then they're doing uh, Avengers Secret Wars I don't know if, do you know anything more about that that's that's that's, um, no, that's I think it's that's in 2025 invasion and stuff from what I only vaguely from what I remember from um, like the Spider-Man cartoon I think that's where I got a lot of my lore from in the 90s yeah <laughs> I might have to go back and watch that to refresh my mind, my memory on it but I think I might be wrong I think Secret Wars was basically um, well, this is in the in the comic thing, so they'll change it up, I'm sure. Yeah. But originally, I think it was like a cosmic being. I want to say Beyonder, someone called the Beyonder, who selects champions from different right. teams, different eras, different universes, and then it's all about how well they do against each other. I think he wants to know who will triumph, good or evil. Right. So I think I think that's it. I can't so, quite remember. So they could be like, it. It will be like a massive multiverse mashup yeah. sort of thing. I, I think in, in the cartoon, obviously being Spider Man's cartoon, he makes a choice and he he chooses like Captain America. He chooses. So in theory, they could bring back um, Chris Evans for one movie. They could right. bring back Robert Downey Jr. for one movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Because so, they're calling this the multiverse saga. Yeah, it's basically Royal Rumble, but multiverse. Right, yeah. So so, so we had the Infinity Saga, and now this is the yeah. multiverse saga. So in, in so in this, in the original, in the thing, he can pick anyone from any point in time and space. So that's what I mean. Even though Iron Man is no more, at some point in time and space, he is. Yeah. Not necessarily a multiverse. It could just be from the past. Yeah, I can well. see I can see how they've uh, they can pat they can pitch that to Disney and be like, Yeah, yeah. brilliant, yeah, they can bring, exactly. bring them all back. Plus Doctor Strange has been doing time stuff since day day one. So yeah. the idea of time, multiverse, space and everything <laughs> could be rewritten, foddled findled with and and you know and plus Spider Man showed as well. You, you know, you try to change stuff, plucking yeah. people out from their universes at certain points in time and throwing it in. So almost that might have been a test in the waters for something much bigger. Yeah. I get the feeling. Yeah, I think it'd been really good to basically use this phase as a bit of a introducing the concept of the multiverse before yeah. actually starting to build a story out of it. Yeah. I think um, that's what happens in Secret Wars or the comments the premise of it. Um yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oh well that's exciting. Uh, it's one thing that I'm curious about. They've got sort of like a couple of placeholders because they go through obviously showing where summer and spring, summer and winter and stuff are. But it seems to be just like Fantastic Four and then Avengers is like in May and November. And it I'm just wondering whether there's purposely gaps omitted. <laughs> I you yeah, know. like I think there will be I think there will definitely if you look at the density yeah. of, of, of of phase five um, they've really only. I think phase six is so far off. It's just really yeah. a, a rough and idea. They've purposely made the image look like there are gaps in there because, like, otherwise you would space it out better, wouldn't you? And have Amer- have Avengers more centered because obviously oh, this yeah, is the yeah. official image and stuff. 
So there's like room for something next to Fantastic Four, and then there's the whole underside of the timeline as well. Yeah, interjecting. Yeah, yeah, I think the thing is, I think they are fairly as much as they do plan ahead, they do kind of roll with it a bit. I think yeah. like I think like the Agatha show, I think that that was off the back of the reaction yeah. to it. You know, I don't think they ever had that in mind. No. You know, obviously there was a big, uh, a big, a lot of demand for a new blade, um, and some of those characters to get uh, wrapped into it. Loki was a success, so they've done another season. Yeah, um, yeah, and and Daredevil as well. You know, all that sort of stuff's got wrapped in there. So I'm sort of surprised, honestly, because I don't, I didn't think that they would do a Captain America one. I think, I think they're just making that happen because they kind of have to. Yeah. I don't think I don't think there was a lot of love for that uh, the way the takeover. No, that. I thought the series did enough, and then maybe these people would show up in other things. Yeah, having already been established. That's what I thought. Well, I think they're giving it a go. But, and, but yeah. who knows? I mean, who knows where this Captain America story is going? No, exactly. Um, exactly. He could be in it, and it could be, you know, he might not be in it by the end. Who knows? We could see yeah. Bucky as the Winter Soldier, Captain America. We could, it could be, it could go anywhere because we don't, we don't know the plan anymore. Mm. Quite possibly. And the ter- and the uh, the subtitle New World Order is in, uh, interesting. I don't know whether that's an established comics yeah. run or not, but oh no, it says New World Order was also the title of the first episode of that. Oh no, of the series that they did. That New World Order was the name of the first episode of that series. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay, well, that's that. Um, Yeah, yeah, plenty to uh, speculate on and uh, and be excited about. Um, That's the next sort of two to three years of of Marvel. Okay, so, yeah, uh, speaking of movies then, um, I thought we'd just have a bit of a conversation on how the summer went down. Yeah. Um, And and I, I... we did the summer movie wager. It was a long time since we'd done it before. Some mistakes were made. Um, and I stand by my poor decisions. <laughs> you got most of them were in there. there was I just got it few. right at the start, and then it went so wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You beat me at the start, which was hilarious. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I think the big shocker really was that Top Gun Maverick did so well. Yeah. Um, a lot of people uh, thought Jurassic World Dominion would clean up, but uh, it was actually Top Gun that has absolutely trashed all yeah. other movies. It's made like one and a half billion worldwide. Um, I think uh, I think they put it on again for cheap, and it's just come out now to stream. So now, now that the summer is over and all yeah. this, <laughs> and it can be declared officially the biggest the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Have you seen it? I haven't yet. I was going to... If it's out on the streaming thing, I might. I want to check it out. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I, I tried I mean, to watch the original again, and I struggled. But uh, what with the film? Yeah, I, I I couldn't. I I found it not as engaging as it was when I last saw it, which was a very long time ago. Um, yeah, fifteen years plus. I yeah. picked it up on Blu-ray, and it sounded amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is dated. Uh, yeah. the, the dog fighting is just people f- taking photographs of planes flying around. There's no yes. like, no. there's no like, you can't really. There's no choreography to it or anything. Yeah. But I enjoyed the uh, new one. It's got more of a defined arc to it. It's got it's got some 
you know, good characters and stuff. It's it's a modern film, you know, yeah. that, that worked for a lot of people. And uh, yeah, I thought it was fine. Just want to say, if, if Rob pauses, it's because I've just realised that I'm sitting in the dark and I've just seen how I pee on camera. So it looks like I'm about to hack into his computer or something. <laughs> um, no, it doesn't cool. seem that dark here, but I've literally just seen my picture in the corner. I've gone, oh, blimey. Okay, no mind. I, I can see a little picture of me. I don't look that dark. Uh, yeah, nice. No. Yeah. Um, it's all right, carry on. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, so, so yeah, uh, Doctor Strange 2 did, did pretty well, mostly on account of it coming out right at the beginning of the summer. Yeah. I haven't seen all of these. Um, Thor, I thought, yeah, I thought it would end up pretty much about there. Yeah. Um, but I think everyone, all of every film ended up lower by just because of Top Gun, basically. Yeah. Um, Minions did well because of that weird gentle Minions thing that was going on, I think, went a bit viral. Um, did you hear about that? No, I missed that. <laughs> right, there was this whole thing where people were like dressing up as in, in suits and going to screenings of Minions uh, just to sort of take the piss. Oh, really? Yeah, and it kind of got a bit like... Um, they started giving people a bit of bother and it and it went like, you know... It, That's it was, a bit weird. Yeah, it was on TikTok and people, you know, people got a bit upset about it because they're just genuinely trying to take their kids to a movie and these yeah. idiot youths who've grown up with it and have now got to a level of sarcasm or whatever think yeah. it's funny to just... Just be ruin of hard work. experience. Yeah, yeah, basically. So anyway, um, yeah, Elvis. I saw at the weekend. I thought was fab. It's like uh, Moulin Rouge. It's the director of Moulin Rouge, and okay. so it's it's very much got that feel to it, which works perfectly for for uh, Elvis. You know, like um, that some of the soundtrack is a bit more up to date than what his stuff was at the time. Yeah. But his stuff has been modernised in that way as well. You know, exactly. a little less conversation, yeah. a little more, you know, all that sort of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, um, and so it really works quite well. Um, it's long. It's fucking long, but it's about his life. So it it sort of it justifies, be, yeah. Yeah, it justifies its length. He was one of the ones that made it to a fairly oldish age before it yeah. went wrong because he started so young, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he, he died so young. I'm older than yeah. him. He died uh, at 42. Oh wow! Okay. Which which I had no idea he was. I thought older. he was older than that. That's what. I, yeah. Well, I think I think the thing is he looked he looked terrible at the end because he he was so um, he'd abused prescription drugs a lot and like mm. just yeah they fed him into his excesses. The whole idea was he was having all these issues and they're just pumping full of drugs so that he could get on stage. You know they weren't fixing oh, wow. they weren't ever fixing what was wrong with him. Just yeah. He was like he was like the golden goose, you know. They, uh, it was. It's a really sad story. I won't spoil it here. I mean, it's history. But um, yeah. yeah, it's a great movie. I actually bought it. I blind bought it, you know, because I thought it's uh, it's sixteen quid to rent it or twenty quid to buy it, and it's four K. Hmm. So I thought, fuck it, I'll buy that because I think my dad would like to see it. So yeah, I'll probably I'll probably chuck it on again in a couple of weeks' time when he comes round. Anyway, um, nope, I haven't seen yet. Um, I haven't seen that. I do want to see it, but yeah, I've heard it's. I've when. heard it's. Some people have said it's his weakest film, but um, I guess it depends what. But your is taste that a bad is. thing when others have been so good? I, I don't know. Like if you say, "Oh, it's not quite as good as Get Out" or some of the others, you kind of go, 
Yeah, but that could potentially still make it a very good film compared to others. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did really well. Anyway, it came in. It came in at seventh. Um, yeah. These are all US uh, positions, by the way. Yeah. I, I'm not sure what. I can't imagine the UK ones are that far off. Although, nope, was didn't come out. There was like a three week delay before yeah. Nope came yeah. out in the UK cinemas. Mostly, I think, because they're they're trying to space all these films out because they're worried they can't get enough people in. But anyway, I don't think that helped uh, at all. So uh, yeah, that that came in. That was one of my dark horses. Um, so I called that one completely wrong. <laughs> um, Elvis did a lot better than I thought as well. Yeah. Um, uh, Lightyear, you saw that. I did. I was quite surprised by it. I know it's. I we just watched it on a whim, literally on a whim, because it was just on Disney Plus. Yeah, because I, I, I was like, I was screaming at you because Prey was out and you should have been watching that. <laughs> I know, but we were like, we need a film that was non-committal, but we still want to enjoy an evening. You know, we were both frazzled out, and it was like we're not, we're not, we don't have the brain capacity to enjoy something that much. Let's just put this on and see what it's about. I was quite pleasantly, pleasantly surprised by it, to be honest. Um, yeah, yeah. It was a lot deeper than I kind of thought. It had a very, almost a bit like, it almost felt like a bit like a video game, almost a bit like Returnal or something like that. Oh, right. As well. It, it had like a really weird time element to it. I was like, okay, I won't spoil it because I don't know. When you do eventually get around to it, you'll probably go, oh, yeah, it was, they did more than just hear Spaceman going after the Toy Story story kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was actually a story in its own right. Yeah, like a legit sci-fi movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it just happened to have all the elements that you could see, oh, okay, they took this and this and the story of this and made the toy from it kind of thing. Yeah. Cool, but, cool. But yeah, so much better though. It was really cool. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, no, I will try and get around to it at some point. It's on Disney Plus, so it's not going to yeah, cost exactly. me anything. So, uh, yeah, so uh, the Black Phone, um, I haven't yet seen. That was, uh, no, that wasn't even on my Dark Horse. That's a horror, isn't it? I think. It is, yeah. I heard uh, it wasn't a- that great, though. I don't know. Yeah, um, no, I mean, I've, I've, I've heard it. Well, I, I don't know what it. it's even about, but I, I've someone at work was looking forward to going to see it, and then they were a bit like, hmm, they didn't spoil anything about it at all, but they. They weren't too impressed. It's by um, it's Scott Derrickson who did the first Doctor Strange and Sinister. Okay. So, uh, so um, I, I think I think it's got good pedigree behind it, and it's ripped based on a short story by Joe Hill, who is Stephen King's son. So uh, I'm still interested. Look, Ethan Hawke's in it. He's been he's had some great creepy roles lately. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm up for it. I'm I, I, yeah, it's no, on I my list. I was gonna I'm... I was gonna do a premium rental for that, but um, Elvis popped out instead. So I, and I wanted to see that more. Hmm. But, um, yeah. So yeah, that's Black Phone. Uh, and then the final one in the top ten here is Bullet Train, which I've seen, and I wasn't much of a fan, to be honest with you. No, no. It's it's. Um, I've heard some people say it's quite quite fun. Well, it's Brad Pitt's in it, and it's kind of got a bit of a Guy Ritchie vibe. And then it kind of goes a bit mental. Um, and I, I just sort of... It, towards the end, right? I think the, the best bit about it is like the final sort of third, I'd say, when okay. it all just goes absolutely bonkers. Um, but the run-up to that, I just thought, oh, it's like... 
they're all just do, delivering lines like in a Guy Ritchie movie and it's, uh, you mm. know, Thomas the so Tank I, Engine. I kind of got this. the feeling it was a bit like Guy Ritchie and elements of Kill Bill Volume 1. It's nothing, there's no like amazing choreograph fighting. There, I don't the choreograph, just like the, way, the, the weird that they're trying to make it seem like a strange sort of film. I don't yeah. know, I, I got that sense from the trailer, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'll check it out at some point. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's the top 10 pretty much. Um, that's, that's how the summer panned out more yeah. or less at the box office. I don't know if you've got any thoughts about, uh, your, where you position things. At the, I, I had 40 points at the end. I ended up with, with 40 points. Yeah. You, you um, nearly doubled my score. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I'd say. <laughs> I, I what's started your strong. Problem? And then those points I accrued at the start, I remained with those points I accrued at the start. Yeah. So essentially, I, I kind of like got off the starting block, and then like just shattered. <laughs> I think your I think your biggest problem really was that you put Top Gun and Jurassic World as dark horses. Yeah, I know. I completely forgot how it worked. <laughs> I thought dark horses were something that would sweep in and still potentially give you top points if they do well. For some reason, that made sense in my head. And then when I submitted it, I went, no, that can't be right. <laughs> but right. it was too late. <laughs> I'll let you off this year because there was a bit of a gap between us doing it. And I yeah. think we'd only done it once before. But now... Next year, I I'll hope, return. <laughs> I hope you will learn. This will learn you. <laughs> well, man, I just, I just want, I just want more, of a, uh, more of a competition here between me and you where it's yeah. like... Where I want, well, like, we were both at the bottom, so yeah, we did all right. Or like, or like we, yeah, or, or just like a week to week, you know, all like, yeah. if this thing, I just need this to make like one more million and then that'll fuck you, <laughs> yeah. sort of yeah. thing, you know. No. Which which um, I think uh, where the crawdad thing pushed, uh, someone had that at 10 and that on this leaderboard here pushed that guy down from top down to fourth. Oh, wow. Because you get bonus if you get one right and you get ten right, you get thirteen points. Oh wow! Anyway, listener, go to the summermoviewager dot com if you want a thorough explanation of the rules and want to join in next year. Um, yeah, I will read the rules this time and uh, be it's just ready. A, it's just a three year gap I think that done it. <laughs> yeah, but because um, sure I listen because I listen to the podcast they do this on, I was I'm pretty I'm always quite well informed of how this works. And I've listened to them do it since almost that year that it began. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, yes. anyway, anyway. Well, I so, put it out of my mind until next year. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, th- there, have, there were some other films that outside of this top 10 that I think are worth mentioning. Um, yes. And we mentioned it already. And the first one is Prey. Oh. Which is the uh, is is the it's a prequel to the Predator movie or series of movies uh, done by uh, director writer Dan Trachtenberg, who did Ten Cloverfield Lane, and I used to watch talk about movies and video games on the Totally Rad Show years and years ago. He was they, he used to do the the summer movie wager with them. Yeah, uh, to give you an idea of how like grassroots this guy is. Like I've seen him come up from like a podcaster to a director of movies on this level, nice. uh, and it was his original idea that apparently him and Jeff on that leaderboard thing, yeah, uh, they uh, he pitched it to him like years and years ago at a comic con, saying like, wouldn't it be great 
if they did like it in a period setting and it explained yeah. away some of the like, but, like I want I want more of it yeah. I want to see it's like I want to see like medieval knights going up against another predator I want to see like variations because they've always mentioned there are other subclasses and stuff like that you know we yeah. always just see the main ones the Yal- Yalta Yalta Alpha or Yalta, or something it's called. They're called. Or oh, I don't know that. That's the term. What the actual predators are, and it's, it turns out they're just a a, a type, a cast, which is why this one looks so feral and different, and the armor and everything is different and more like an Aztec feel. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. We're not going to really go into spoilers or anything. But I, I loved it. Yeah. I really loved how it was funny because when I when I went to play it. I, I pressed play really quickly so Suze had no idea <laughs> and we were just watching this really cool like Native American movie and like all about you know choosing her path and all that sort of thing yeah and then the ship flew overhead and Suze just looked at me like what <laughs> and, then, and then I thought oh what, are they going to go fight aliens they're going to go fight aliens oh wow cool and then afterwards you see like you hear the click click noise and the snarl and and the division the and then it's like oh my god yes yeah, yeah, no, really loved it. I've got to say, and there are some great Easter eggs, great ways of putting this more in the franchise than a lot of the other recent ones, to be honest. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there were some moments where I just, you see an object, you kind of go, holy shit. <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I like the whole idea. I mean, there's, there's some... Um, I guess questionable quality CGI animals. They're not as amazing as yeah. probably the weakest aspect. But but I love the the the, the way that they're used uh, to sort yeah. of uh, set up this kind of dog eat dog almost yes. kind of. It survival almost of felt the like it was thing. answering a question though. You know, like we yeah. talk to a kid and kind of go, "What would happen if?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Came brilliant. across that. What would happen if? Came across that. And which is what you never saw. You never see this happen. You think it's a big world, yeah. you know. But um, I, 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 yeah, some of the spectacles, some of it, I was just like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I never knew I needed this question asked, and then it was just like it's being answered in front of me. And yeah, admittedly, the CG was a little bit, but then it wasn't. I didn't feel as though this had the biggest budget. It felt a bit like it was done in a really nice way. The cinematography, some of the shots were really cool. Yeah, I was about um, to say it's stunning. It was done, yeah. So obviously that costs a lot, and I think the decision, you know, I, I, I'm happy with it. I mean, I, I won't judge it on on that because I, I, it's good enough to get across what I need to be, and I know it's not really going to send in a dog or a coyote or a real one to get eviscerated or whatever. You know, it's not, you know, that's not going to happen in modern movie making. So, you know, it's going to be CG. So I just get over it and I just think this is happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I thought it, I thought the choreography was great. They didn't hold back on any of the gore. It's, I mean, the first film was pretty hardcore, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, back in the day. Um, I just kind of thought like, I just think Dan Trachtenberg's like, he's from our generation. He's, he's like, like a Favreau what he's done with the Mandalorian. It's yeah. like he's, um, he's basically sort of got this, that sort of, uh, he's, he's, he's coming at it with those sort of eyes that yeah. we did as people that used to love it as a, as a, yeah. 
as kids or whatever and 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 giving it that sort of sort of almost like resurrecting a franchise basically exactly um, but that's the thing all of those words and stuff all that terminology was used when they were making the predator mm. uh, you had the people saying oh well, you even got like the original score back and they were like you know dropping lines like get to the chopper and the result was just a mess yeah like worse than avp requiem mess yeah <laughs> It's possibly one of the worst Predator... I mean, you know, you could watch Predator 2 now and think, what on earth is going on? Yeah. <laughs> but that, I felt, was a much better film than anything that they've done afterwards. It was just like, you know... Oh, I just I just don't understand why it was so difficult. And then I watched this and I was like, see, it's not that difficult. Yeah. You kind of just need to have a decent setting. And you kind of think... He, they always set up the whole thing of him going, of them going where there are conflicts, and it's true. Why, why can't there be this time in America? Why can't it be in World War Two? Why can't it be in, you know, in in medieval times, like you know, the Great Siege or during the Crusades or something? Like that would be insane. And this, I feel, kind of sets up the the, the idea that they, they, could, they could do this. I would yeah. love to see a trilogy of these films set in different eras. Yeah, I mean, I really hope they can do something like that. Unfortunately, I think they got a bit screwed by the Fox merger with Disney, and that's why it yeah. went straight onto Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I, I thought this deserved a cinema release, to be honest. Yeah, for sure. It's just, And the other thing is, there's just no stars in it either. No. So I think that might have... I think, I think the thing is, had it had stars attached, I think yeah. their contracts probably would have meant that it would have got a cinema release because yeah. I remember them having to basically buy out um, wasn't it when, when Black Widow came out they had to pay Scarlett Johansson yeah, to put it straight like, on Disney yeah. or something but anyway um, so yeah that's Prey and it's awesome and it's on Disney Plus if you want to watch it nice um, another film not million miles away well it kind of is a million miles away but um, The Northman similarly got that kind of like uh, kind of out in the middle of nowhere tribal like, sort of yeah, yeah that kind tribal of thing. violence yeah um, yeah this was wicked Alexander Skarsgård and, and just an insane cast of um, well just an insane cast basically um, Bjork um, Willem Dafoe I think he's in it isn't he yeah uh Nicole Kidman, Ethan Hawke again, Anya Taylor-Joy. Yeah. Um, So it's basically, um, it's, it's by Robert Eggers who did the, um, the lighthouse and also the witch. He's definitely got a sort of particular sort of style. And this, apparently they spent loads of money on it as well, but but nobody watched it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I know, it's one of those films I did want to catch, but I just wasn't really going to the cinema. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a it's a pretty simple, like, revenge setup. Yeah. Um, it's a, got a bit of an artistic way about it. I'll tell you, what, what's the... Um, the Revenant is, springs to mind. Uh, because oh, there's, okay. Because it's got, like, plenty of those sort of, like, long uh, single shots, you know, where you, you've got yeah. loads of stuff going on. It's zooming around. Oh, nice. And he's yeah. tearing some guy's ear off and... It's just like it's just totally nuts, but um, and the end of it is almost like apocalyptic, 
um, on this volcano, these two guys fighting. Oh, it's, it's just absolutely nuts. Um, I really like the whole Viking thing. And uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's really cool. It's basically based on an old story that Hamlet is based on. Oh, wow. So it's like, okay. yeah, it's like a proper old uh, myth or um, that it's about. But yeah, I, it, 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 it's awesome. And uh, yeah, I, I, it, a lot of it's in the delivery, I think, personally. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's had some mixed reviews, but I, I, I thought it was ace. The time I saw it, I was just like, yeah, this is hands down one of the best things I've seen all year. <laughs> so, nice. Cool. Um, I'd also like to mention The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, in which Nicolas Cage plays Nicolas Cage. Oh, that's what it was called. I was looking at that thinking, why does that sound so familiar? Yeah. Yeah, and he goes to meet a fan, doesn't he? And he goes, <laughs> yeah. Who's, uh, Pedro, <laughs> I've not seen it, but yeah. Uh, he's played by Pedro Pascal, and oh, uh, yeah. basically like he's got a script or something, and he goes and stays with him. And, and, and what happens is, um, essentially, they, they end up sort of coming up with a movie that almost resembles his reality and the sort of the, the, the scripts, the, the, the film sort of blends slowly sort of blends its way into the script of the film they're writing. Um, it's a bit strange, but yeah, it's got some pretty cool little moments of, uh, him sort of sending himself up. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I just wanted to mention it. I it's, I'd say it's probably somewhere in my top 10, I think this year, but it's, um, yeah, it's a bit weird, and you kind another of another weird Nicolas Cage film where weird stuff happens. And yeah, you kind of have to you have to kind of get him and understand his career a bit. I yeah. think to appreciate it because uh, I think he's quite aware that he's done a lot of shit, you know. Yeah. Or, or but but or I think the I think the the kindest way to say it is that he likes to work, you know. Yes. And so therefore, it's in it's in. Invariable that he's going to. I'm, I'm happy that he's got. He's had so many random roles and stuff because, yeah. you know, I don't remember what film it was. There was one where he just played someone, but he was built like a. It was he was built bigger than Conair. Like Conair wasn't really that built, but he was just he just played this guy and he was like a henchman. And I I, I don't even remember what film it was, but it was just him, and then he beat the holy hell out of someone. I just right. remember it being Nicholas Cage. I have to look it up for like next time or something. But he was just—he was just in a wife beater vest and just literally beating someone. <laughs> and oh. it was just like it was like Nicholas Cage as Bane, kind of not quite as big, but insane. Not Willy's Wonder- look- Willy's Wonderland. Oh no, that's that's um, that's a recent one. This was like a really old one, really old film. Oh right, I um, yeah. I mean, there's so many up there. I've recently. seen Willy's Wonderland actually. That looks weird. It's Five Nights at Freddy, and then Nicolas Cage turns up, and then, as you can imagine, it's like Nicolas Cage from um, Mandy almost yeah. turns up, I and mean, then it goes nuts. That's a recent good one. Uh, Pig uh, is good, and I think he's recently quoted as saying that's one of his favourite roles that he's done of all, all his career. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's good. Where he plays a sort of like, plays like this sort of, He's like a former chef who's kind of just gone out to live in the middle of nowhere with a truffle pig and his truffle <laughs> pig gets nicked. So he goes to find his truffle pig and, and you think it's going to go with John Wick, but instead yeah. he, like, he, he'll get even with someone by cooking them a meal so lovely that it'll make, it makes them cry. 
<laughs> Amazing. Yeah, it's it's pretty. I good. love it. Subvert expectations. Yeah, it's, it's pretty like... unique. It's pretty unique. Um, definitely worth a look. Um, yeah, the only other one I wanted to mention that I've seen that that is remarkable is R R R, which is the first uh, Bollywood film I've ever sat through. Um, and I mostly sat through it because um, I'd heard it was pretty amazing, and and it's it's kind of cut through into the mainstream of it, uh, but it's on Netflix. I think it's it's caused a bit of a fuss because people were going to watch it in in droves uh, at various screenings in London, or well all over the world, and yeah. um, and going nuts. But it's three hours long. Apparently, all these Bollywood films have go on forever, and it's pretty much like it's like you get. It's, it's like you get the first film and then you get the sequel to it immediately afterwards. <laughs> yeah. It's completely balmy. Um, just in case they don't get to make the sequel and they just tack it on. <laughs> yeah, the, the, there's sequences in this, in this film where they are throwing wild animals at each other. <laughs> that sounds normal. There's, there's like, at one point there's a guy just picks up a motorcycle and starts using it like a hammer. Um, there's an amazing sort of sequence right at the beginning where like there's this huge horde of people like more than you can even like it's just a horde of people like million people all surrounding this little uh, stockade and uh, like this sort of I think it's like a barracks yeah and there's some police there and they're all like yeah 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 I've got, I could, I've got it up right now and they're, they're at these gates and they're gonna knock the fence down and this one guy, and this guy, like one of the heroes, goes, I think that's the ringleader over there. I'm going to have him. And he just jumps over all these people and just runs through all this mob. And they're all running after him and all this. It's, it's absolutely crazy. Um, I have to catch it's like it. It's... Yeah, it's like they've sort of taken this Bollywood spectacle to a sort of uh, Michael Bay level. No, to be honest, Bollywood has always been on that level. It's just the technology's catching up for them to do it in sort of. It's just the graphics are improving. That's it, really. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like the insanity of um, of like you know eighties films and stuff where the imagination is better than the technology. Yeah, yeah. But in their case, it's then the filming technology is getting better. It's like they've given them this <laughs> power now to make it like that. Yeah. I keep seeing clips come up on like Facebook videos where someone's proposed to someone and they say, you must bring back a piece of the moon. And one of them lassoes the moon and pulls it closer and stuff. Another one leaps up yeah. in his car, drives to the moon, pulls out a chunk of it and brings it back down. And I'm just like, yeah, this is the stuff I kind of remember as a kid watching. Because I used to catch like odd Bollywood movies whenever, I think Channel 4 used to show some stuff on a Sunday. Mm. And it was, just, I remember it being just insane. So when I used to see stuff like Final Fantasy and Advent Children, I used to go, ah, okay, yeah, this is more of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, anime <laughs> is, is a close point. I mean, it is almost cartoonish, some of yeah. it. Like, I mean, he's going around like, it's so, it's like loads of slow motion. Like, you know, it's just, it's just utterly mad. And, yeah. uh, and, and I was like, I've heard it's three hours long, but I was just like, you know what? I'm going to sit through this. It's on Netflix. People are raving about it, and uh, and and I've just got to, I'm just curious. Yeah, I've got to find out what's going on it as well. Yeah, check it out, man. It's 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 absolutely balmy, uh, but good fun. If you've got like if you want to block out your entire evening and just <laughs> yeah. feast on that, I mean, it's quite something. 
Thanks for listening to the Not Watching Podcast. You can email us at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet out or follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. And if you like what you've heard here, please do leave us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Until next time, stay safe out there.